Drogba indirir ceza. Snyder! Snyder gol! Merhaba and welcome to episode 5 of the Lions Den, a Galatasaray podcast done by the community for the community. From all around the world, I'm your host Samet and we have again uh, everyone in today except for Mazar from Melbourne, Australia. So who do we have? We have Corporate Yasin and Mopser Emre from New York as usual. We have Historian Sali from the Netherlands. And we have Coach John from Toronto, Canada. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you. So today's podcast will discuss, um, we'll sum up the confirmed transfers. Uh, we'll talk about the Alanya Sport performance. And probably we'll also check next week's game against Kayseri Sport and give our predictions. So as usual, I'm going to ask you guys the obligatory question. Did you guys have any dreams or stories or rants you want to uh, speak about before we start? A couple of rants, but that's for later, I think. Sure. Yeah. Anything personal or something you experienced? Nah. No. Been a boring week. Well, yeah. Well, it's been heated on Twitter. But aside from personal stuff, I I got my vaccine, my third shot yesterday. So I feel a bit tired and have a headache. That's about it. And the heavy arm, too. A heavy arm, for sure. It's it's a bit sore, definitely. And, and a bigger Closest dick. Summit has come to working out. <laughs> Last year, <laughs> yeah, probably. So, um, if there's nothing else, I'll uh, go straight to the confirmed transfers for our listeners. Uh, we have, obviously, departures uh, and incoming Maybe I can give the word to one of you guys. Who wants to? Uh, who wants to do that? Quick sum up of the departures or incoming transfers. I think I think John by far has the <laughs> best voice to listen to. So I would like to give the word to him. All right, I'll accept that. Um, well done. Is that unanimous? I mean, we are a d- democracy, right? I I, I, I am fine with that. The hyping up, John. I am fine with that. You know what? I, I I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. That sounds good with me. Um, yeah, we'll get in, I guess, first, just quick with the departures. We mentioned a couple of them uh, last episode when we were discussing the squad. Um, so DeAndre Yedlin, like we mentioned, he's uh, his contract was terminated. It seems like he's joining Inter-Miami, a uh, five-year contract. So going back to to the homeland in the MLS. Um, Luyen Dama, we mentioned as well uh, last episode. It's, it seems like he's... He's uh, joining Al Taun on loan. Um, they have an option to buy as well, so we'll see how that plays out. It would be nice if we could uh, cash in a little bit on him. Um, Asun Kao as well. He's um, he's left us. He's going back to Brazil. Um, Seki Dika. I think we touched on him as well just briefly. Um, he is um, he's loaned out as well, and we have. I touch as well, who's who's loaned out to uh, Ghost Tepe. So um, I'm personally happy to see I touch go. I wasn't really the biggest fan of him. 
Um, what, what do you guys think? Would you like to see us keep, hang on to him or are you happy he's gone? Uh, one minor correction, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asun Kao, uh, you said he went to Brazil, but he went back y- to Portugal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, my, my apologies. That's right. No worries. Um, you mentioned Serkilika and Aitach, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. For Aitach, I'm, I'm, I was mentioning I'm, I'm happy he's gone. I wasn't the biggest fan of him, mm. but I, you know we're a bit thin in midfield as well. So I was thinking, do you, what do you guys think? Would you like to keep on to him, or are you happy he's gone? I think it was a good move. Um, I don't think Aitach is a Galatasaray level player, and even if he is, I don't think it's something a youth player would not be able to do uh in terms of you know the payout you know how he does on the field i think we should give those opportunities to our younger players another reason why i think it's a good move is i touch kara at Gerstepper for six months if he performs similarly to how our other loanees have been performing in the super league hey we might be able to get some money for him in six months we, it's a guy that we brought him for free and the the yabanju kurala the foreigner rule next year is going to be even tougher and Galsa is not the only club that's struggling to make a list of Turkish players on the field. Aytaç Kara is somebody who I think a lot of Super League teams could use in the field. So they might be able to pitch out 500k, 1 million euros for a guy like him if it means you know having another Turkish guy on the field. So I think it's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, yeah, I mean, I'm of the same opinion. There's nothing much more to say about that. So we got the departures, Yedlin, Nuilamba, Asunkao, Sekidika, Aitashkara. On top of that, we have Old John Chalayan, who is, I mean, it's not official yet. I think it will happen. Uh, there's talks about him going to Eupspor for 1 million euros. Uh, aside from that, I don't uh, see any departures at the moment being mentioned. So when we would go to incoming, I'll quickly go through that. Buffet Timbi Gomis, um, at the moment half a season, 650k, plus uh, one year auto renewal uh, extension if he scores 10 goals. That's what's being said. Which should be a piece of cake for him. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, yeah, we don't know... we can also not guarantee everything that's being said as we don't have formal cups or formal notifications uh, available. It's just uh, Gala confirming that they're in and, and, and all the other things we mentioned are side info that we uh, saw. Do you guys uh, agree with that? Then not putting out cop anymore? Uh, you I hate confirm? it. Uh, I hate it. You hate it, right? I don't know. I used to be like, you know, why are they telling everybody? You know, like, because then people use that information to be like, oh, you're paying him this much for this many years? And it would, like, drive me crazy. But now it's just, I kind of want to know what they're yeah, getting Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the transparency. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like the transparency. I like to see what exactly is happening. I'm, I wish they would do that as well. Same. Yeah. It's actually it's actually one of those things that was um, uh, whenever I went on the uh, on Reddit or other places. It's one of those things that were that the Turkish league was praised for for being transparent, right? That they, that we have this cup thing. Um, so yeah, I also don't really like it. Uh, we were the most transparent. We were definitely the most transparent. We're being mm-hmm. praised for, but uh, we were the only one doing it, probably. And uh, <laughs> as far as cup goes, uh, I was actually initially happy because i somehow had the idea oh gala is going to be like ali coach we're just gonna give some money under the 
under the table and and swoop in those transfers. But uh, even that uh, we haven't been seen to be doing. So I'd rather have the transparency back for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'll move on. Inaki Pena confirmed loaned rest of the season, no loan fee. Eric Pulgar loaned rest of the season, no loan fee. Uh, about 600k, I heard that his wage is on. Uh, and Semikaya is contracted for the rest of the season as well, uh, which is interesting. Uh, what do you guys think about Semikaya being back in at Galatasaray? John? Um... Or Emre. Go ahead, Emre, go ahead. Yeah, John already talked. <laughs> Shit, now you. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not 100% against it because we, we we did lose Luyen Dama, right? And we need more options in the back there. And Simi is just a solid player. Like, when he needs to play, he'll play. He never complains if he's benched. He's usually solid when it comes to being injured, too. Like, he doesn't really get injured that often. I guess that goes back to him not playing much, but I think from like a financial standpoint, and Yasin will probably back me up on this, it's actually a great transfer. He's cheap, and it's like it's risk-free. You don't lose anything. You're actually just gaining a player, and it helps with the foreign rule, right? Yeah, and to add on to that, um, I think homegrown as well, and it's a six-month deal. Uh, the last year to my biggest criticism for players like Semikaya, who are not necessarily top 11 players and you know they're older and all that my criticism was why are you giving these guys two three four year deals when they're 28 29 30 years old and they're not really that great it doesn't make sense because then it truly does eat up at the minutes of your young players but it's a six month deal so it's literally a temporary thing um i don't want to go too deep into our whole transfer strategy but i think this aligns with the idea of look we're in a trans transition phase Let's just get through these six months. Let's let's get through the summer. And we're mm-hmm. going to offload a lot of players that are expensive, like Faguli and Bubble. But we're also going to offload our temporary players like Semikaya. And even though he might be good in Yaki Pena, we're going to offload him and bring him somebody that maybe fits in line with, you know, a lot of this stuff. Turkish player, you know, our youth player, all that. So I like that it's a very temporary good solution as Emma mentioned our center back rotation is quite weak after we let go of Luyendama like we had like Ishikan and all the youngins you know they're not in form Ishikan is like injured still if I remember correctly yeah, yeah? yeah. correct yeah he is <clears throat> yeah exactly so this, this 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 transfer feels just like a just basically bandaged like it's just a temporary thing that's why I'm not really against it it's just like how Yasin mentioned it's just for six months and as long as it just stays that way, then, you know, I'm fine with it. He's backup anyway. Yeah. I, a reliable yeah. backup, that is. I, I found it we- a little bit weird. Like, Twitter was kind of erupting and everyone was so mad and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm not really sure what there is to be mad about. Like, we're bringing back a player, you know, I, I obviously I know he's a bit older now. But it's not like we're bringing him in to be a a, a main, uh, like, starting player, like, key player. You know, it's, it's a, he's a depth yeah, player. Exactly. And, like, with Semi, like... I, he has a uh, amazing character. He's, you know, like we know what we're going to get with him. It's so I, I'm, I'm not really sure. It's not like we're overpaying or he's signed some stupid contract, like just for the next six months, like just like Yasin said, like we're just trying to get through the next six months. Right. So they're really, I, I don't see what we're losing at all by bringing him in. So I'm not sure if it was just the idea of uh, us relying on old players or whatever the case is. So I'm not really sure why everyone was freaking out about that. Um, but I'm, there's a lot more going on in yeah. Twitter space. Oh yeah, definitely, bro. Go ahead, Emmer. 
Yeah, I was just gonna say he's also a trooper, bro. People shit on him on Twitter, and st- and he still plays for this club, and he loves it. You know, you can't just you can't get better than that. Yeah. What were you saying, Yasin? Yeah, I mean, you guys mentioned the Twitter speech. You guys mentioned the confusion with why people are backlashing on it. I think Gauss is in such a bad situation right now, and people are upset. Whether it's from the Jetson, you know, transfer, whether it's from Ugh. letting go of Fatih Terim, whether it's Burak Elmas and the board and their lies. There's a lot of stuff that we can complain about, and rightfully so. Everything is going badly. And when everything is going this badly, and there's not a lot of good to talk about, it's just so easy to nitpick at small things and make a big deal out of it. When if things were going fine or normal, you wouldn't, you wouldn't talk about these small things. Nobody would be making a big problem out of Semikaya. Nobody would be making comments without thinking objectively on why a move like Semikaya makes sense. Because Absolutely. when you when you, yeah. when you bring in Semikaya, there's so many things that you can complain about without thinking. Why the hell are you bringing this guy? He's not a Galsai level player. He's so old. What happened to the whole, you know, Genshin period? I thought we we're going to get young players. This guy's 30 something. You're being a hypocritical, blah, 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 blah. There's so many things to talk about. We're in t- such a tough situation. That's why I'm trying to stay as relaxed as possible because, I mean, I keep saying I'm like a broken record, but it can't get much worse than this. I mean, I hope that's mm-hmm. the case. I don't know. <laughs> you said that I did say right that. before Fat uh, Tatum left. I, then uh, I don't know, bro. I did say that. I, I, I that. did say that. But overall, I think the general atmosphere, it's so low where it's just sometimes it might be better to not look at social media. Sometimes it might be yeah. better not to think so much into the details and literally just say, okay, it's bad and it's going to get better it has to get better and if you have to lie to yourself or fool yourself do it because i think that's the only way out of it right i mean i'd like to get mm-hmm. your thoughts on it too guys it's just so bad right now yeah it's like it- yeah i think sally wants to say something oh, go ahead well. sally go ahead um i actually forgot so one of you guys <laughs> no I, I i i was uh oh boy i was gonna mention as well it's like in in Turkey and and Turkish fans in general, it's like um it's like when the house is on fire, it's e- the easiest thing to do is just run around screaming, right? But no one ever takes the time to just re- relax and find a way to put out the fire, right? And that's what's going on in our club right now. Like the house is on fire, the house is burning down. Everyone's running around talking all this craziness, nitpicking at every little thing. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter what happens. It could be a good or bad thing. The media will twist it and report it in such a way and do all this craziness with it, right? But again, like I said, it's like no one ever takes a second to just say, we're not even, like in terms of the Semikaya transfer, we're not even losing anything, really. Like we don't, we just benefit from it. So I, it's just so weird. Like uh, the state that we're in, like Yasin said, hopefully it doesn't get much worse. But still, it's like, I, I don't know. I was su- kind of surprised to see everyone freaking out and cursing the board and doing all this craziness when I thought it was it was decent. So, Like, mm-hmm. okay, you guys have a fair point, but then you got to look at it from other people's perspective, right? What has gone right? For them to be positive about what's going on, right? There's like, like, you gotta show them something positive before they can start accepting. Like, okay, things will get better. At the current moment, you know, I don't think Burak Elmas has shown anything, you know, beyond what he just brought. You know, like Louis Campo and whatnot to give fans a little bit of hope. Like, like you, you guys mentioned, we lost Jetson, 
a, a, a transfer we've been going for two months now, and we get it, you know, he we lose him to one of our rivals, man, and then they send him to pe- like a team that hates us. Yeah, ultimate right. troll. So, uh, I, I have to step you, in. No, yeah, I, I, I have to step no, in. No, 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 no. Can I? Emre, you can go all unfiltered, bro. It's your time now. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I want to hear Yasin. Go ahead, Yasin. No, I mean, you said Jets, and I, I got triggered a bit again because I don't think people are understanding why. Yeah, no, it, it, I'm saying you're right. It's like financially, it's not uh, feasible. But the thing is, why lead us into this goose chase for two months and then say, oh, yeah, we can't afford him? The thing, you know, the like, problem is they're not helping themselves either. So I can't defend them to the, you know, I can't defend them 100%. Well, yeah, of course. But, uh, like, but like, I don't okay, say there's so, any here, like, right party here's, here. Here's a possibility. Like, weren't we in negotiation for a loan with no obliga- you know, obligation to buy? Yeah. So doesn't that, 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 true, doesn't yeah. that change the perspective a little bit? You know, look, this guy's available. He wants to come to us. Let's meet him. Let's meet him in the middle somewhere, right? Not just him, but the financial situation, right? Let's let's bring him in for six months, and let you know since he really wants to come and it's available. And if we can work out a loan, let's do it. Let's see what Torrent thinks of him, and if it works out, then we reevaluate in the summer. Was he good enough that we should spend another six or seven mil? on a guy who plays the position of Chikalda, who we just spent seven mil on, who plays the same position more or less as Berkan, who we just spent five mil on, who plays a position of a foreign player who we are in a very tight situation with. I mean, I don't want to change the subject too much, but look at Jagne. And, you know, we're trying to bring in another guy, but we can't because Jagne is this extra foreigner that we can't get rid of in this current situation. Right, so all all these things considered, you know, it's not it sucks. It, it's the false promises. You it, know it's I mean? the like, false promises, promise, and we hate. That's why I, I'm trying. Like you have a fair point. I'm not saying you're wrong. You know, if you just sit and kind of think about it, you know, objectively, it does sound like you know they couldn't do it. I just, but you you you, I, you have to guys, set expectations. I have to intervene. Go ahead. Because now we're going. Uh, I think if we want to talk about this, it's gonna take hours and we can do a special episode about it i mean it's done business and um we can we can have a separate episode for this so i think uh let me just round up the transfers and we can go to the match transfer uh, match performance mm-hmm. so rounding up the transfers uh departures we have uh, six five plus one rumored yedlin luindama asunkao sekidika aitachkara and possibly old john chaleon going to apespor and incoming, we got four of Etimbi Gomis, Ineke Pena, Eric Pulgar, and Semikaya. So we've discussed that and we moved uh, and touched upon a lot of other things. One thing before we go into the match performance against Alanya, I want to give a public message to all Galatasaray listeners. Past week has been terrible. We've been depressed. We've been through a lot of failures and uh, well, a lot of sadness. But everyone should relax. Everyone should still support our team. And, and time will tell. And we just need to give time. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've been through worse situations. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. It's, that's the message I wanted to give. I appreciate that, Samet. 
Yeah, no, that's the main thing. Everyone is losing their heads. I mean, including me, I get emotional a lot. The past week, I've been saying a lot of bad things as well. But in the end, you just have to relax because, like, for example, uh, I've been planning to go to Istanbul again for the Beşiktaş game and the uh, European game. And I've even wondered, should I go? Uh, look at the state of the club. Look, look at how we're playing. But in the end, uh, we love the club not for the victories. We love it for its colors. We love it for what it stands for. And and our job, our vazife, is just to be there and support our team. So uh, everyone should relax, not get too emotional. And uh, and, and time will tell what uh, will happen. So we'll see. Don't tell me what to do, Samet. Uh, should I kick him out again, guys? <laughs> <laughs> we'll let him pass this time. All right. <laughs> Is there anything anyone wants to say shortly uh, before we go to the match performance? Just, just quickly, just, just one about one thing that you just mentioned as well, which I absolutely agree with. And, uh, you know, we need to be with the club on the good days and the bad days as well, right? Like, you, you, I, I, I honestly, I, I, can't, I can't really consider someone um, a, a true a supporter of, of anything, even as outside of sports, if you're not supporting that thing or that person on the good days and the bad days as well, right? So sometimes I feel like our fans, and not just our fans, just in football in, in general, when things are going bad, um, people start turning their back a little bit and, and, and talking so much negativity. And I know sometimes it's hard to see the good days again, but if you're with if you're with the club and, and the team on the bad days, the good days will will come as well, and and those are the days we enjoy. So, everyone just hang I in add there. To that. You know, social media I think has just gotten more and more you know um, crowded. I don't know if the people were here for the days when we were with uh, Prandelli and we were losing left and right to teams four nil four five nil. We got through those days. We'll get through this as well. I mean, guys, let's just. Give um, it some time. <clears throat> thank God those days didn't last too long because Plantelli yeah, got yeah. sacked after how many? Like 15 games or so. <laughs> mm-hmm. But before, after that too with Dennis Lee, you know, uh, it wasn't, you know, much of an improvement either. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a plan, long-term plan. Uh, our coach just came. So let's see. Let's see next year. All right. Uh, Alanya Sport Galatasaray ended 1-1. Um, we didn't give our predictions on um, on the podcast, but I do have them noted. Um, well, I actually have them somewhere, but I don't know where. But all what I know is, I think John and Sally had a correct score. I my my uh, prediction was two one, so almost, but not oh. quite. Okay, I had a two one loss, Sally. Yes, I predicted a 1-1 draw, and I did say last week that it was an optimistic prediction, so to say. I know we've sunk really far, but a 1-1 would have been pretty good in my books. And, uh, mm-hmm. well, it did happen in the end. Nice. I do have to say we got away, uh, but yeah. yeah. Actually, before going into that, I'll give the word to you, and then we'll talk about the match. <laughs> yeah, Emre, what's your score? Mine was 3-1, and honestly, it wasn't really Loss. far off. Yeah, 3-1 yeah. loss. Uh, and Yasin? 
Yeah, mine was a three-one win. <laughs> um, oh, let's, let's 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 just say I thought uh, Gomez was gonna play. I've never, yeah, I've never seen Yasin so optimistic since Tatum left. Oh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he knew that was coming. He knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, I'll give a quick recap of uh, the first X Y, and then I'll ask you some questions about it. Um, I actually don't have the first XY in front of me. I mean, I can read it out as well. I have it open in front of me. Yeah, go ahead. Right. <clears throat> so, in goal, we had Inaki Peña, as expected, I would say. Um, from right to left, sort of, but we'll get into that uh, later uh, during our discussion. We have Emer Bayram, Victor Nelson, Markau, and Patrick van Aanholt. Um... In the middle, we had Thailand Antalyalde and Berkan as our DMs. And then we had uh, Emre Kulinch, Chikaldao, and Kerem. And as our striker, Babel, of, yeah, which was a surprise. Yeah. So, and what I wanted to ask about this, like, would this be your ideal first XY to start with for against Alanya? No. I mean, ideal I, as in... I was expecting... Yeah, no, it was my, my ideal. Uh, I, but what were you saying, Sadi? No, I was just wondering, like, ideal as in... Um, I guess... The best first 11 or based on, like, who's available and who's not? Uh, knowing because... the current situation, obviously, we know Sasha Boy had COVID and, uh, well, uh, he, we weren't expecting him to play because of that. Uh, mm -hmm. Gomis said on Galatasaray TV that he's not fully ready and that he would be fully ready against Kayserispor. So knowing these, what would still be your ideal XY? I mean, ba Babel, maybe Halil instead of Babel. I was thinking I would rather play Halil rather than ba uh, Babel, but that's just me. Yasin, what's your I uh... ideal first XY? I think I think more or less this is kind of expected. Um, only difference could have maybe been Halil instead of Baba, but one of my criticisms of Halil last week was that he didn't really give us that striker presence. You know, the guy that's going to be able to take the ball in front of the six and finish it. Um, in hindsight, you know, it's obviously easier to say now that Halil should have been played over Baba because I was not happy with Baba today, but. You know, looking back, it's not that controversial. I, I think it's okay. Like you said, with Gomis and such a situations, I, I think it's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to uh, agree with Yasin here that I, f I thought that Babel would have been used in a different way to Halil, but uh, the way he was used was kind of like like a copy of Halil, of how he plays. So exactly. in, in hindsight, I would have preferred Halil then. Because I was yeah. expecting Babel to be more like our uh, target man up front and just mm -hmm. uh, shooting on sight like he normally does. Yeah, that's all I can add. The rest seems uh, logical to me. Like, no surprises there. Okay. Uh, first uh, half. Um, how, what did you think first half, John? How we played, uh, how we went against Alanya? Yeah, so I to be honest, I'm I'm not really that happy with either half. Um, when you look at the actual result, I I guess it's not a bad result. One one, Alanya's they're in a good spot on the table, and and they have a really good team this year. They're well managed, well coached. So it's, I guess it's not too bad in terms of how we played. 
Um, you know, I was kind of surprised, honestly. Like the last few episodes and few matches were that we were discussing. I m- m- the points that I've been making were more geared towards uh, patience, keeping possession of the ball, stuff like that. And it was kind of the opposite I found today. I found that in the first half and second half as well, we. I'm not sure if we weren't looking to do that or we couldn't. I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But I found a lot of the t- a lot of times we had the ball, we were playing long balls like all the time. Mm-hmm. And and I said that uh, that was one of my issues with Fatih Terim. Uh, we were just sort of trying to jam the ball down the other team's throat and trying to force something that wasn't there. So I was surprised to see that. I I you know I, I wasn't really happy with that. Um, now one thing I noticed as well is that, um, the midfield was, uh, not, I don't want to say non-existent, but here's what I noticed before I get to that. I noticed that the midfield trio we had, uh, when Alanya had the ball and, and they were building, I noticed that that trio was pushed a little bit too high and when they pushed up a little higher, it left a bigger gap behind them, a bigger gap between them and our back four, right? And I, I, I noticed that Alanya were able to make two or three passes and they were able to break that line and play into that empty space that was created, right? And in the first half, it was like, man, they were like cruising through that middle and cruising through that open space that we created and they would they would drive into that space and they would start driving at our back four, Right. And, um, you know, that caused some issues. I, they, I think they hit the crossbar in the first half and, and stuff like that. But um, I, I definitely think that we were outplayed, especially in the middle there. They made things very difficult for us. But, you know, in terms of it, it, the first half performance, I was, I was disappointed to see those constant long balls and trying to jam the ball down their throat. Um, and I think one thing as well in the eighth minute, um, there was a switch. We had Emirates and Patrick Van Antholt switching left back and right back. So what do you guys think? Yeah, Emirates started on right back and he made a few bad plays with his right foot. And suddenly we saw indeed at minute 10, Emirates switch with Patrick Van Anholt. And Emirates uh, became left back, what he usually plays, uh, despite uh, me hating him on that position. Um, and Arnold on the right back. <clears throat> yeah, what do I think? First half, uh, we gave a lot from the left back position from Umer's uh, wing. Basically, uh, all of our attacks, uh, actually, all of our all of Alanya's attacks came from that side, but also our attacks from came from that side. I noticed that uh, Patrick van Arnold moved a bit more to the middle and a bit more less aggressive on the attacks there. If we look at the backs, aside from that, uh, I don't know if it was my third vaccination or uh, something else, but it was a snooze fest of a game game for me at times. So it was very difficult to watch. Um, And I'm happy that since we started the podcast, the emotions somehow turned off. So that's very nice. So I can keep uh, censored a bit and professional on the pod. Um, but yeah, now nah, I was not happy, man. It's like I lost a part of my soul. Um, bubble starting uh, up front, 
do I agree? I would say yes, but like Saleh say said, how he was played, he was played like Halil. Why not then put Halil there? I mean, okay, you're the assistant, you were the assistant coach of Pep Guardiola. You're trying to make us play Tiki Taka. Midfield pushes forward, scores those goals. We don't need a fucking striker. You don't have the players to do that, bro. You don't have the players to do that. Uh, it was just terrible. And what I always said uh, before, and we were getting in a lot of positions before Torrent. We didn't score them, sure. But we were getting in a lot of positions. Uh, and, and now, well, we're not getting in positions. And our defense seemed to uh, yeah, degrade it as well. I sound like a dooms fiasco, but yeah, uh, man, yeah. take your own advice. What bro? happened to Come that on. speech uh, two, five minutes <laughs> yeah, ago? Right? Yeah, what's going I, on? I can still be like that and criticize how we. Play <laughs> there's there's, 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 so there's a difference happy. between criticizing and speaking like that, in my opinion. I, I agree with you. You know, it was kind of upsetting. I had to wake up at eight a.m. for this. I, I slept late, woke up early, and to watch this, you know, I was not very happy about Beautiful it. Beautiful game. This beautiful game indeed, right? <laughs> um, but you know what it is? Uh, I think I want to talk more about Alanya than I do about Galsai in terms of how this... Props to Alanya. Incredible props, man. I I was truly amazed at how good their midfield and defense was in terms of getting out of tight spaces. Because I think we kind of improved or we... We showed improvement in the whole pressing game, collectively. We uh, tried. Uh, we tried. Yeah, we tried. Yes, that's a good point, man. We tried. I saw that. I, I, I swear, I was I was first impressed with us, and then I was more mm -hmm. impressed with them, with how they reacted to it. We would have yeah. three or four guys pressing as a team, you know, our striker. Bubba, the first 20 minutes, man, this guy worked like a horse. He was he was pressing their, their backs. He was pressing their center backs. I was like, what did Torrent do to this guy? He's running all of a sudden, like... I kind of like this, you know, because I was a little bit confused with the bubble start too. But all of a sudden, you see bubble pressing everything. I'm like, this is great. But then after 25 <laughs> minutes, after 25 minutes, <laughs> no, he was, bro. He was, he was, he was. Uh, after 25 minutes, he, he's he's walking all of a sudden. I was like, okay, that, that's a bubble that I know. But back to my point about Alanya, we were pressing as a team really well, and these guys they would do one-touch passes to each other with the head, with the foot in the air as a volley, and they would just get out of this press and move forward as a team. And I was so impressed because they didn't do this once or twice. They did this multiple times in the first half. And I think that's a kind of... That's part of the reason why our team kind of shut down in the second because I can't imagine what it is as a player when you're pressing and pressing and you think you're doing something right to the plan... And these guys are just countering it better than what you were trying to attack with. So I have to give a lot of respect to Alanya. I think they were very concrete. You know, they played as a team really well. They they responded to our press really well. And even though they didn't get into too many attacking positions in the first half, I guess that's credit to us too. I think we did a pretty decent job holding them from getting into too many, like, very threatening positions. Uh, as a team, I think they did great and... You know, looking at the score, 1-1, I am happy with it. Looking at how we played and watching those 90 minutes, that's a different story. At minute 24, there was a position uh, of Kerem, uh, very close to scoring, actually. And uh, Emre Akbaba, who uh, 
who's loaned out to Gal- Alanya. Um, yeah, contacted Kerem. Well, I don't know exactly, but basically there was a position uh, which could have been led to a penalty. And I wanted to ask, do you guys think that was a penalty or not? I would say probably not, but it was kind of close. Like there's a few different angles there where I was watching it and saying, ah, maybe there was some contact there. But I think I, I'm okay with it not being a penalty. It's not something that I'm crying about after the match and complaining about it. You know, if if he would have given it, I think it would have been a little bit on the soft side. So I'm I, mm-hmm. I'm not complaining too mm-hmm. much about it. You know, there's other things in the match I'm I was I'm more upset about. I I didn't even really think about that too much after the match. Exactly. <clears throat> I thought more about the uh, position before actually, uh, from the football from uh, Emer to Chico, which he unfortunately did not net in, uh, which could have made us you know. Uh, okay. Go ahead, uh, basically. The one position where Chickle uh, out didn't pass to Kerem. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, or you could say that, but it happened like two minutes before. I think like two to three minutes at most. Yeah. That's what I what I was more uh, I should say pissed about yeah. than the Kerem position because the Kerem position, yes, depending on which angle you look, you might say it's a pen or not. But for me. I mean, you know me, I have certain glasses on, but for me, no, it was not a pen. Uh, it, it looked like Akbaba just got to the ball before uh, Kerem could actually take a shot. And therefore, no, I don't think it's a pen. But yeah, that's yeah. I don't know what, uh, I don't know what uh, Emre thinks, for example, uh, <laughs> or uh, Yasin in this case. I don't think it was a penalty. Just move on. I, I don't think you should be getting penalties <laughs> for that. Something that simple, especially if it's like... 50-50, if we have six guys here and half half the guys are saying it's not a penalty, then it shouldn't be a penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of things go into consideration, like, oh, how about the last six months and what we've been getting penalties against for, or this is a Super League, you know, you've seen much softer stuff called for penalties. Fine, that's true, and that's a good argument, but if I'm looking at specifically this game and how I personally, as a football fan, unbiased, would prefer a game to be played and called. I don't think that's a penalty. And if they called that against Galatasaray, I would be pissed. Let me just say it that yeah, way. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say as well. Same. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Emre, you still there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> you never know with I Emre. Just, I, I just I just wanted to get all of your thoughts before I make my final decision, you know, because <laughs> I usually give the right decision. And I would say <laughs> it's not a penalty, you know, okay. and that's probably rare coming from me, right? <laughs> exactly. That's why I pointed out to you, right? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't think you can give a penalty for that. That'd be harsh. <clears throat> I just, uh, I mean, not to, not to talk about the penalty, but just first half performance in general. I just find it... It's just a bit weird. I don't think we were necessarily bad, like uh, how Summit described in the uh, Thank you. beginning mm-hmm. part. Yeah, when he started. But it did indeed. We we favored much more direct passing. We went only through the left, like Emre Kulinch and, well, when Patrick switched the right side. Like, the right side seemed pretty dead. Like, we never really attacked from that side, which I didn't get... I didn't really get because Emre Kulinic before was pretty good on that side, right? Like these I'm, I'm past gonna... two three matches, he's inconsistent, man. Some like he he's good like two games maybe three, but then he just falls off. I don't know what it is with him. Okay, I'm gonna count. You said we were well, not bad in the first half. You said well, I not... think we were terrible. 
<laughs> and 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 to be honest, the reason I think we were terrible is basically uh, we tried to play a possession sh- possession based game, uh, tried to play the tactics of our new coach, and basically failed to do so because Alanya has very similar tactics, trying to hold the ball and 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 make some nice football plays, and and they basically won. So Alanya was just better. Uh, in in playing the same game that we are trying to play, does because, that does that make us know, terrible though? If they played better, does that uh, well, make us terrible? Well, the thing is, uh, I think even Torrent said this in an, in an interview before he came to Galatasaray. You have to adjust the play style to the players you have, and I think we were getting the best out of the players before he came. Yeah, sure, we weren't scoring, but the plays were. I I think we played good football, if you ask me. I would say we play decent football too, yeah. I yeah, Samad, I I agree with I I pretty much agree with you. Like I thought we were bad in the first half. I I wasn't happy. Um, and like, and and one thing as well. Uh, s- sort of going back to what I said earlier, I think that um, you know, I said I wasn't happy with us constantly playing those long balls. But I think part of that is as well as I think we were trying to set up, trying to keep possession, trying to get sort of a, a groove in the match, but. Alanya were just so good at at stopping that mm-hmm. and like taking away all of our options, which kind of forced us away from mm-hmm. our game plan to play those long balls, right? So yeah, I can't, I really can't take anything away from them. They just they played they played really well. So I, I a long, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was just gonna say like I, you know, I, I think that we had the mindset where we were going to try to do what we were doing the last few matches and you know, trying to set up in their half mm-hmm. and keep possession and stuff like that. But they just took it away from us. They they played really well, so. What I wanted to say, like agreeing with you, they played well, but I feel like a lot of those long balls were actually forced long balls because of how well and, like, coordinated Alanya yeah. was. They pressed like animals. Exactly, yeah. Even when they were 10 men down, it didn't feel like they were 10 men down. Yeah, yeah which brings me to the second half. I mean... Um, in terms of, we had a few positions and some subs. So I'll ask you guys firstly, um, the position of the red card, the foul uh, that was done against Babel. What do you think about that as a first question? And secondly, we got three substitutes at minute 82. Emre Kulinc out, Morutan in. Thailand Antalya out, Eric Pulgar in. Chikildao out, Teguli in. And then well, uh, the last two uh, were basically <laughs> Halil in for Babel at 87 and Arda Turan in for Kerem at minute 90. And is actually, right, may I start? Actually, just oh. just before yes, just, just before we jump into John. that though, is it okay if if I maybe I can or someone else if they want to, we could just go back and just quickly touch on the uh, the two goals that were in the first half. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, just quickly, I'll just run through it. So 39th minute, the goal came. Alanya uh, was Wilson Eduardo. Uh, that goal came from, uh, we conceded a corner. They they played the corner. We couldn't really clear, um, I guess, well enough or, or properly. When we cleared it, it left us a little bit disorganized. And uh, the ball came into the box and Eduardo uh, headed the ball into the net. So that was uh, Alanya's goal. A little bit disorganized just from the corner. Um, so we couldn't really recover from that. And then just a couple minutes later, uh, we scored also um, from the corner. It, it sort of bounced back out to the uh, right outside the box, and uh, Kerem had the left left-footed shot, which took a deflection and froze uh, Marafona, which which tied it one-one. 
And then uh, that pretty much led us into uh, to what you were saying, Summit, for the second half. Yeah. Charlie, go ahead. Um, okay, so all I wanted to say is, yes, on the second half, we were ter- terrible. That's all I wanted to say. So uh, <laughs> now uh, someone else can give some more insight. So first half wow, was still bro, decent, I right? We waited five minutes for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say straight away, but then John... Sorry about I that. Mean, <laughs> obviously, we had to talk about the goals. Demand uh, your spot. Yeah, such an anti-climax, not going to lie. Don't but be yeah, pussy. second half, we were uh, we were really bad. But yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I would like first half we may have not been bad. I mean great, but we weren't that bad. We were making things happen. We were getting to their half, shooting, you know, getting shots on goal, but I don't know what happened when they went into that dressing room at halftime and came out, but Farioli apparently said something to his players and we just couldn't do anything from like the 45th minute all the way to the 75th minute. We were just completely like jailed into our own half. I don't know what happened. I, I Alanya was I, 10 man, man. The, after the 75th minute, you know, after mm-hmm. they conceded that red card, which I think was 100% red card. I mean, yeah. Dark red. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dark red. I was saying. They still. During yeah. the, I was saying during the game. If Babel's momentum was into the Alanya player, he would have probably died from that foot in his neck. Yeah, well, the studs would have definitely went into the back of his head or neck or whatever. That was pretty reckless. Like, that was really dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just saying, yeah, that after that, you know, incident, they still kept going. And, like, mm-hmm. I was hoping, as you know, Torrent is a tactician, right? I, like, he, that's what he was for Guardiola. I was hoping that he would make some adjustments at halftime. If not at halftime, he would see by, like, the 55th minute or 60th minute, like, okay, we can't do anything. Let me do something about this. Let me make subs. But he, I think he made subs way too late. Yeah, to what, I praised, the game. what I praised Torrent before was he would, the previous games, he would do subs one by one and see how that takes him in the game unlike Terim who would uh, put in three uh, put out three and completely change the whole dynamic of the game um, well in this case Torrent did three out three in and and still that didn't help nonetheless uh, I'm not happy with how things went I'm not happy with the tactics chosen against Alanya I'm just not happy with overall anything this match and i i didn't want to say it but so far i haven't liked torrent at all i mean we haven't done shit and um, he got outclassed by farioli that uh, game yeah yeah 100 percent. And, and the funny thing is he t- farioli is also new at alanya he came right before new year and made immediate impact to the team 100 yeah. percent. then it's way different I mean, to be fair, not to... Alanya wasn't really at our position where we were. You know what I mean? Like they were like Kauai, fifth or fourth, yeah, and we were twelfth. That's a big yeah, difference. sure. But you can argue about that as well. We could have been first, yeah. uh, if if you didn't count all the TFFA shit. Anyway, <laughs> still, well, yeah, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, <laughs> while saying all this, I still am of the opinion that we should have patience, support the team because I'm for stability, and. I find like one and a half years, uh, that's what we got with him and we should stick to it. We should be stable together with this board. We should be behind the team and everything they're planning to do. 
And in one and a half years, I'll I'll get out the pitchforks myself. One and a half years. Yeah, that's what Good I give. Good luck him. with that. You are you. Yeah. Got- more like one game he has left in the the, the, the nah, you know that, credit wise. Well, where things thing stand that, right now, we're not any different thing. than from the Twitter fans. If we do that, that's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying though. We're we're the minority, right? But the majority are the people that you know are on Twitter are the ones that go to the game. Yeah, let, they're let the ones. Ask, who, yeah, I mean they're the ones that are like essentially going to be you know the ones you have to kind of you know appease. Mm-hmm. Let, let me let me ask Yasin, um, what did you think of the game? Knowing uh, if you look at the statistics, at the end of the game, Alanya with ten men down, fifty-eight uh, percent percentage, and Gala had forty-two percent. They had fourteen shots. We had seven possession. Shots. You mean right? Yeah, possession. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I want to hear Yasin. <laughs> I want to hear him too. Targeted. I mean, <laughs> yeah. We we shat under the team now enough, yeah, so that's, Yasin can. That's 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 my issue, right? I I want to. He could be the counterweight. I I, I I want to argue. I mean, agree with some of the things you guys said. I mean, the possession, our lack of attack, it all kind of stunk, right? The first half, especially the second half, it was not good. But before I get into that, I I have to disagree with you guys a little bit. I I think you're being too harsh when it comes to torrent. Uh, Again, you have to look at the general situation of the team, the mentality of the team, uh, regardless of how the game should have turned out or not turned out pre-Torrent, if we should be in first, if we got calls our way or not. Reality is we're not. And you guys see it. We talked about social media, the fans. Our players are just like us too. They go on social media too. They see all this negativity and it impacts them one way or another. And I think when you're in this mentality and you can't find that goal or you're so scared to let up a goal because you know that if you let up a goal, you drop based on your last game or two or three or five or 10, right? It's a very tricky situation. And I don't think it's right for us to expect such big changes from Torrent so quickly. I'm not here defending what we just saw today. It's very disappointing. You know, at least against Trubzon, who's first in the league, right? We played a great first half. Great in all ways, both defending but also attacking. We got into positions. And yes, it's a criticism to say what happened in that, you know, two weeks. You know, we should have had more time to really think about a proper game plan. I was looking forward to today, you know. I, I was like, okay, we had two weeks. Torrent had two weeks. The, the team had two weeks to relax mentally, understand each other. If there's a game plan that Torrent wants to play, we adjust to it. So, yes, I'm on the boat. Today was just not acceptable. But I don't know, guys. I, I, I think we do need to wait a little bit, even under Tedim, even under... Pep at Manchester City. There, these games happen, and I think it's too early. You know, what are we four games in with Torrent to say we're just doing terribly and it's going downhill? I want to look at it positively. You know, back to your comment earlier. You know, your message to the fans today. Let's let's write off today as a bad day, and we go from there. I, I mean. My criticism. I, I mean, we I, got a point. I, I we got a point against a very tough Alanya, and next week we have Pulgar coming back. We have you know Sacha hopefully coming back. We have Gomis or Schreiber Gomis, you back. mean right? Yeah, uh, 
okay. I, I want to look forward to that because I, I mean I can go on you guys I think already did a great job with the criticism but my reply is more so I think we're being a little bit too harsh is my opinion um I guess to add on to the criticism though just to point a different perspective <laughs> the, the 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 subs were late um I I think they could have come a little bit earlier uh, because the team was definitely lacking in that attack. Uh, but the subs that did come on from a different perspective, I think they were good. I think Morton, who's been kind of inconsistent the last few weeks, he did a good job on that right wing when he did come on. He both, whether it's taking the ball on the right wing and going down the right wing again and try to find a cross in or taking the ball to his left side, more of an inverted role and playing out to the left side, where we switch the field very quickly. Um, otherwise, how did you like Eric? Eric, Eric, we didn't see too much. Uh, he didn't have a lot of time. The team was already getting pressed very heavily. Uh, I don't expect the CDM to really change the game from that perspective yeah. at that time. He's out of shape too. He's out of shape. He had a long ride to to come. You know, he's still getting adjusted. He's a fat boy. I don't know if he's a fat boy, but he just <laughs> needs to get adjusted. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm skinny, man. What are you talking about? I know. What fat boy? The fat boy came at the 90th minute. Uh, yeah. When Kerem was subbed uh, out. Arda. I know. Yes, exactly. Kebab <laughs> Arda. Man, I don't yeah, even and, want to talk about that and guy. And Yasin as, as well. If, if I could, if I could jump in there, one one Go thing um, I wanted to mention. So aside from you know, I guess the more negative stuff like us not playing well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, um, one thing that I was really happy with and really happy to see was. Um, Inaki Pena, uh, Barcelona boy. Wow, we didn't even talk about that, did we? Yeah, the Barcelona boy. I thought he played really well. I was I was so happy to see him. I thought that um, he made a, a few good saves, a few key saves. That was nice to see. And um, mm-hmm. like I mentioned uh, the last episode as well, I I expected uh, Torrent to, uh, I guess you know, lean towards him or prefer him and bring him to the club for his technical abilities with the ball and and his quality and and moving and passing, distributing the ball. And I thought that was amazing today. I thought his ball distribution was so good. Like uh, his short passing, his composure with the ball, his long his long passing was really good as well. He hit bobble on a long pass. Yeah, so many mm-hmm. times. Like more, I think more times than the midfield could find bobble. Inaki Pena found him right and yeah. effortlessly effortlessly as yeah. well like it looked very Maybe easy to he him. should play in the midfield <laughs> yeah exactly exactly when Musleta comes back he can play exactly in yeah i'm sure inaki pena has better feet uh, under pressure than thailand or berkan keep losing the ball <laughs> honestly evidently probably like he looked really really good today so I, I was i'm happy to see that obviously with that comes a little bit of disappointment in that uh we're not going to be able to keep him i i wish we could um, but yeah, I think that kid Oof. has a bright future. It has been one game though. Yeah, but fair enough. His first game was fair good. enough. But I, I, I think, I think even though it has been one game, like I don't know if he's going to be able to make uh, clutch saves every game. I, I don't know. But I'm, I'm just happy to see the uh, the ball distribution. I thought that was really, really good. So I, I mm-hmm. expect to imagine see that. Marco and Pena on the midfield. Oof. Oof. 
Yeah, yeah I agree 100%. Like before I mentioned this, man, all I really need is a keeper to make simple saves. Not clutch saves, just simple saves. I feel like we would have lost today if it was Ismail in the goal instead of Inaki. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And it, Either way, both of them. And, yeah, and it's like well, it's exactly... It's funny. Sorry, go ahead, Samith. Go ahead. No, there's a funny stat. Uh, the saves this season by Gala keepers, Muslera has four in a game. Inaki Pena now has four as well. And Ismail has three and Fatih has three as well. You mean like <laughs> the uh, max amount of saves they made in a match, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, okay. it's yeah, pretty so. funny. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, go ahead, John. Yeah, I was just going to mention, like uh, Emre said, it's like... Um, it's the routine stuff, you know? Like, there, I, I, there's one moment uh, that uh, I thought of. Uh, it was Emre Akbaba. I think he was outside the box, and he, he made a shot. And it was just routine. Like, it was, a, it was a decent shot as well. But the way Pena came down and just controlled the ball, there was no rebound or anything, just calmly. He just, you know, to his right side, he came down and controlled the ball. With, with, with Ismail and, and these other keepers, I'm always on the edge of my seat. I'm always so afraid. Like, are they going to, you know, mishandle the ball or whatever the case is? And, I, like, there wasn't a single moment in this match where I was questioning Pena. Like, when he had the ball under pressure, making, I, I didn't question him at all. And the goal they and the goal that he conceded, there honestly wasn't really too much he could do about that. Like, Eduardo was just totally unmarked in the box. So, not much you can do about that, but... Yeah, I'm I'm really happy with him. Yeah, to, yeah. I, I just uh, want to add on to that, Samad, if I can. No, no, I th- no. I think... No. <laughs> I, th- I said no. Uh, I'm going to go anyways. Um, <laughs> Who cares what you say? I, 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 I think in addition to doing everything that John talked about, the basics, when the, the guy that's behind every other player on the field, your goalie, has that comfort, the rest of the players see that too. John just described, you know, that feeling of sitting on the edge of the seat, like the goalie's going to make a mistake any moment. Trust, it's not just us thinking that. Markel, Van Anholt, Nelson, when they're playing defense and they have to play that ball back, they have that hesitancy too. And when you're a defender and you have a little bit of hesitancy with the guy behind you, that affects your gameplay too. So seeing Inyaki play that confidently, play like another center back to like even Markel's level passing, the guy would take it and play a drilled pass to the corner back. You love to see it, and that makes them feel more comfortable. And you know what? Who know who else is going to provide that comfort to? Gomez sooner or later. Because Gomez is that striker, that guy up top that has that confidence to take the ball down, pass it, shoot. When when he starts doing that, Kedem, Emre Kulinch, they're going to start doing playing with more confidence too. Chikalda. Trickle down confidence. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's huge. I think that's, you know, uh, something that we really need to think about and see going forward that it's going to make a big difference, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think uh, just one more thing as well. Uh, I guess uh, we're we're heading towards wrapping up soon. But one, one more thing I wanted to mention as well. Uh, I think it came in the uh, 95th minute. Um, You're mentioning, well, I guess I mentioned it first, but sitting on the edge of your seat, we had... um. Omer Bayram with the ball, just, uh, I think he was just, I don't know if he was just outside oh, or just inside the box, uh, our, 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 own, the box. our own box, yeah, and, um, you know, it was a, a bit of a, a scuffle, it seems like he won the ball, and then he played it back to Pena, and I swear to you, I swear, as soon as I saw that happening, 
I clenched yeah. my fist and I got it ready to put it right through my TV. If we would have conceded there again, right before the final whistle of the match, I, I don't think I would be sitting here today, honestly. Oh, I don't know God. what I would have done. So thankfully, Pena came and cleared the ball, but I don't think I could have handled that last minute loss again. Yeah. Just whenever that happens, I just, I, I know that moment, right? It's like indeed the dying seconds when Omer gave that underpowered pass back to Pena. I just saw like, you know, when you have the PTSD or whatever, you see like flashbacks yeah. of like other bad errors that happen. All the positions. I just saw that. I was like, oh my God, not again. But luckily, luckily Pena actually, I mean, he came out of his goal to kick it, uh, to kick it out, right? So. Yeah. He reacted in time. Yeah. And, uh, like his spidey senses kicked yeah. in and then exactly. you know, yeah. fixed that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we are Galsai and we shouldn't be happy with a draw, but uh, given our circumstances, I mean, I was really happy with uh, it staying this mm -hmm. way and getting away with the point. Yeah, we'll take the point. We'll take it. Yeah, it's been an hour, guys. We're going to wrap up a bit. Well, I think we discussed enough about the game. Maybe one side note. I, I really liked Emre Akbaba being athletic as well on the field. It really looked good. Other than that, 1-1, one, one, so it's fine. Uh, maybe to continue on predictions for the Kayseri game. But before, before we continue to the predictions, who do you guys think was smoking that Nargile and uh, drinking that Hennessy. Arda Turan. And well, playing I'll poker. tell you, Arda, yeah, there you go. Arda, <laughs> the, the Abbe of the group. Yeah. Who else? There was, uh, it's rumors were... Umar, Umar probably, probably yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah the Abilash. Yeah, I, I, I'd go with Arda, I think. <laughs> yeah, probably. And about the foreigners, you think uh, Iniki Pena was uh, smoking the cheese? No, no, probably... No, Babel, I don't think so. Babel Van Anholt, probably. Yeah, the Dutchies. Yeah. Dutchies. culture. <laughs> These dang Dutchies, man. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Kayseri Spor. Next week, I think it's on a Monday, right? Oh, um, it is, actually. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Indeed. So uh, let's start from Yasin onwards. What is your prediction? All right. So I have to be clear this time. Assuming Gomez plays. Assuming we have... He said he will. Huh? He said he will. He said he will, but uh, we didn't know Sacha was going to get COVID, right? Like, you know, hopefully yeah, nothing happens. Okay. Gomez plays, Sacha plays. I'm going to say we're going to win. I'm going to say the same prediction, 3-1. Let's go. Optimistic corporate Yasin. Let me record that. 3-1. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think M... Uh, no, John is next. Yes, so um, Kayseri are horrible um, away. They have an, a horrible away record. Um, I think the last time they won away was like near the beginning of the season, so it's been quite some time. Um, I am going with a 2-0 win. Uh, I think the three points are going to come now, especially if Gomez is playing at home. I think he's going to score both goals, and I think we're going to get the three points. Okay, optimistic, optimistic. Uh, <laughs> Emre Pata. Let's see. Uh, I think I'm on the same boat with the other guys. I think Gomez being there is going to give some new blood, some new leadership. And uh, I'm hoping that we win. So I'm going to go with 2-1. Why 2-1? Because I've never seen us not <laughs> concede a goal till today. So I think we'll concede, but I do think we will win. 
And by the way, Emma, what do you mean you hope you win? Don't you hope to lose? I mean, hell, man. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna give the same prediction as uh, John. I think we'll win two nil. Kaiser have been horrible away and they've been pretty leaky, so I expect us to uh, at home as well to play well. Wait, you don't expect <laughs> to lose at home? <laughs> oh, no, I did it bad. Yeah, I expect to win two nil. Just that's it. Our first win after uh, that uh, Antalya game about. Christmas Day is about one and a half month ago. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Well, we don't have Mazar to give his predictions. I'll ask him on uh, on chat. Uh, what do I think? Well, we're playing against the tenth of the league. We are the thirteenth. Uh, if you look at indeed, like John said, uh, at home, Kaiser has been doing fine. Uh, away, they've been losing a lot. So it's gala at home. Uh, will we fill up the stadiums? Is a question. Um, I think we're going to have a lot of goals. Um, and I think we're going to... I don't see us battling for the win like today. I'm going to say 3-3 three, three, draw. Ooh. Uh, Spicy. A goal okay. fast. All right. <sighs> yeah. I, I, interesting. I should have said this before we give the predictions, but i don't blame you guys for forgetting but there's a turkish cup games this midweek uh obviously Gals has not included it in that anymore but oh yeah kai said to play oh, fenerbahce shit. four days before we play them so Ooh. you know will they lose to fenerbahce will that affect them mentally will they be tired yeah, everything's in our favor yeah we'll, t- we'll oh, take yeah, the three that's points true. lock it up boys yeah all right nice well, we gave our uh, predictions already, so... And if we don't win, oh, do we have uh, an episode for next week? Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing my dearest uh, injustice, you know. Marcao can keep them all, so... All right. Um, all right, guys. We talked about a lot of things. Um, we talked about the confirmed transfers again. We'll probably have a few more coming in until 8th of February, which is the due date. We talked about the performance. We ranted a bit. We chatted a bit. Alanya Sport performance. We talked about the Kaiseri Sport prediction. And uh, as a listener, I want to thank you if you have listened so far. And um, yeah, I think, you know what? All listeners should actually follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, with the handle at the Lions Dan GS. And why am I saying this? I actually think uh, we'll probably do some like draws or giveaways. And uh, and who knows, you, if you follow both of those, uh, we might contact you. So so do that. So thank yeah, you, everyone. Because yeah, because Summit's asking, but I'm asking you guys. Okay, guys? Oh, well, they, they, oh, they yeah, have yeah, to do sure. it now. Okay. How could they say <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not it about now. the giveaway. It's a, it's, it's me saying. Okay, <laughs> do guys? it now. Chop, chop. Tweet, tweet or react. Yeah, Emre sucks. If you if you comment that to enter the giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will be blocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think we can close it off. That's good. It's a wrap. All righty.